Thank you for tuning in to the Behavioral Wealth Consulting Podcast, where our mission is to help you change your behavioral decisions by improving your financial literacy. If you want to live a more fulfilling life and get on track towards your long-term financial goals, it requires changing behaviors, developing a plan, and prioritizing your financial decisions. Now to your host and certified personal finance consultant, Richard Maricut. Hello and thank you for joining me today. I am your host, Richard America, where my goal is to help you change your behavioral decisions by improving your financial literacy. Um, before we get started, just a reminder, I am not a financial advisor and today's show is for informational use only. Um, as always, consult with your own financial advisor uh, before making any financial decisions based on your own situation. Uh, so for today's episode number 14, I want to uh, talk about one of the most popular words uh, that surfaced in the last few years, in particular the last uh, two years as COVID has created an environment where people are um, getting creative with generating additional income. Uh, and that word or words is side hustle. Um, so as I stated, um, side hustle has been a uh, bit of a buzzword these days and often used when uh, referring to someone making extra money um, or a side job outside of someone's primary nine-to-five job, right? Um, what these last two years have shown us is that a lot more people, including you know maybe some of you that are listening, probably uncovered a talent or passion uh, that can be monetized, meaning that other people will exchange their money uh, for your skills or services. Uh, what's great about this is that uh, many people have been able to take their passion or their talents into a full-time job and a full-time source of income. Uh, but before I get into some of those ideas that could possibly earn you extra income, um, let's define uh, what side hustle uh, actually is a little bit further. So as I stated a moment ago, side hustle is work that you do outside of your primary job. Uh, oftentimes, this work can be done virtually, uh, online, uh, in person. Uh, it could also be labor work, etc. cetera. Uh, most of the time, people use the word side hustle and um, part time job differently, right? So, uh, you know, the, the word part-time job has been around for a long time, and, and there's a good reason why uh, these two are very different. Oftentimes, when a person refers to a part-time job, it's often because they are working for someone else or working for a company doing work that they may not enjoy, um, but it comes with, you know, reduced hours and most of the time, uh, flexible hours, and also, again, just generates extra money. When people often use side hustle, um, you know, I think a bit of their entrepreneurial spirit comes out and you tend to find that uh, the person has talents or passions that they have a chance, uh, again, to make money off of it. Um, it often does come with greater flexibility in the hours because uh, you commit only what you can control, right? So, um, similar or different from a part-time job where you're still probably expected to follow, you know, a schedule set by the company or the person you're working for. When it comes to a side hustle, again, you're, you're generating it. So, um, you know, the, the good and bad of that is, you know, the outcome that you get ba is based on what you put in. 
So let's talk about um, some great examples that may interest you or uh, just even help you think more about the skills or services that you could possibly uh, make money off of. Um, and again, always make sure that you do your research um, on your service before or your product before jumping right in and start charging people, right? Um, depending on what your side hustle is, there may be specific certifications, uh, experience, education, or maybe even legal considerations that you need to uh, understand uh, take in consideration before accepting payments from someone, right? So again, just really depends on what your side hustle is. So I'll just go through a few. And again, there's there's a lot of different uh, side hustles that can make money. And you know, each person may go down a different path, again, depending on what your passion or what you enjoy doing. Uh, so I'll just name a few. Um, first one, and in no particular order, is getting paid to take surveys. Um, there are online companies out there now that you can create your own profile with um, and actually get paid to take market research type of surveys uh, either uh, via the phone or, or online. Uh, some of it may still even be paper surveys. Uh, these surveys can these surveys can range in sometimes um, the amount of time it takes to complete. Uh, but based on what's out there, these type of companies have been known to pay out anywhere from uh, one to five dollars per survey. And there also tends to be a lot of flexibility in the hours uh, because of this type of work. So um, you know, with a lot of people now working remote, uh, this could be something that you may want to consider, um, which again is taking uh, surveys. Number two on the list is delivering food uh, for companies like DoorDash or Uber Eats. You know, since the COVID pandemic, uh, food delivery has been much more of a norm, uh, I would say, than in previous years. Uh, but if you like driving and need flexible hours, you know, these these delivery services can pay a base uh, pay of anywhere from two to ten dollars per order. Um, and, you know, that would not be including the extra money that you can make off of tips. Number three is virtual assistants or or VAs. Um, th this can be a bit of a big help to small business owners because it allows them to focus on the business uh, while the VAs can focus more on the smaller tasks such as uh, you know data entry, billing, you know their email management, maybe even assisting them with things like scheduling, bookkeeping. Um, and it's, it's not even uncommon now that uh, people get hired to uh, handle businesses, uh, social media content, right? That takes a lot of work, a lot of creativity. So this is a piece of work that is often um, leveraged out to, to people who specialize in that type of thing. Now, pay for virtual assistants can vary, uh, of course, based on the workload, the client, and sometimes you know, these type of positions can also have some level of flexibility um, in hours uh, and, and sometimes may require little to, to no experience, again, depending on what the expectation is for the client. Number four is reselling items. Uh, this one's been around for a while. Um, you know, this, this one isn't new, but again, um, I think this one, because it's been around for a while, um, has some validity to the fact that you can make money. Uh, this can be buying and selling used items uh, you find at your local garage sale um, or, or even thrift stores 
or buying and selling new items that maybe you picked up from a clearance sale or bulk purchasing uh, from a local store and then posting them on sites like eBay, OfferUp, Etsy, etc. Um, this is a good side hustle to explore because you can tailor your resale items um, to things that you know about um, so you can quickly assess um, the great deals and resale values, right? So for example, if you love video games, um, you may easily know which games are in demand versus the maybe not so popular ones. And, and this would help you scout um, you know, the thrift stores, garage sales for people selling those games at a, at a great price that you know uh, based on your experience uh, and your love for video games, you could quickly resell and make money from. And number five is, um, you know, the last one I'll talk about is starting a blog or, or YouTube channel. Um, you know, some of the, the reports and articles I've seen is that, you know, blogging and YouTube channel content creation since last year with a lot of people working from home and or unemployed for a short period of time uh, found this as an outlet, outlet to generate some, some money. Now, with this hide, uh, side hustle, it can sometimes take you know, months or even years before any income is generated, right? Because um, this isn't a type of fee-for-service type of job or a product, right? You're not selling uh, a thing to an individual in exchange for money. You're basically expressing your views, opinions, uh, experience through social media channels in hopes that one day you gain enough of a following that it generates uh, views, um that then come into the income, right? Um, and potentially exposure to clients that will pay uh, for specific services that you offer. Um, this channel can also open up potential uh, for future company paid advertisements uh, and or bookings, right? So depending on your content, you may get reached out by a company that says, hey, I'll pay you if you advertise our company in your session because you have X amount of followers, right? So they wanna tap into your audience base in order to promote their product or services. And then you can make money that way. Now, what I love about this is that there's no real uh, form, formal agenda, right? Uh, that you need to put together uh, to start a blog or YouTube channel um, or even a podcast like I'm doing, um, right? So this is really based on you know what you want to express. Um, this is a great channel, you know, to to express those things. But just keep in mind that just because you want to share it doesn't mean that um, people will necessarily pay for it, or that your your uh, viewer following will accelerate right in in a short amount of time. Uh, I think the key to this one um, is if it is something that you uh, are passionate about speaking with or speaking on. Um, it's just a consistency in you putting out content over time. Um, so those were just some of the, the top on my list. Um, but regardless of what you decide on, um, you know, which there are a lot of different options, just some things to consider before you just jump right in, right? So uh, again, not in any particular order, but you know, you might want to write these down and think through that as you're coming up with your plan for, for side hustles. So the first thing is, how much time can you realistically commit to your side hustle, right? Um, there's no worse thing than getting started on Monday. Uh, you're very excited because you thought about something over the weekend, but because you didn't properly plan out your week with, you know, maybe your main job hours, um, family time, etc., um, 
then by the end of the week, you just become less motivated or completely stop, right? Um, so that goes into making sure that you have a realistic commitment um, and you should treat it um, as a job, right? Meaning that you uh, have specific time where you're devoting to building this up. Number two, um, how much money do you want or expect to make? Um, I think this is important. You know, you want to be realistic with uh, what you can charge, um, how often you can make sales, and is there a demand for your service or product that matches uh, your financial expectation? Um, and you can get some of this feedback from friends and family, although, you know, take that for what it's worth. Don't let that stop you if you feel uh, passionate about what you're wanting to do. Um, but I think it is important to solicit feedback before you really go all in. Um, and again, being realistic with what you should be charging or what to expect. Um, you know, Google is your friend. You could probably just Google your similar uh, type of product or service just to get a gauge of how much uh, people are charging so you're not uh, undervaluing your skill set or you're not overcharging. Number three, uh, what is your time frame for making that extra money? So you want to think about is this going to be a seasonal hustle during the holidays um, or is this a passion that you would uh, hope becomes full time? Now, you don't necessarily need to have the final answer to this, but again, it should be something that you put into your plan. Uh, because again, depending on what your side hustle is, um, there may be a seasonality um, uh, approach in the year where it's probably going to do better than other things. For example, if your side hustle was uh, labor work, put, putting up Christmas lights for people and charging by house or by story, um, you know, that's probably only going to last within a short period of time, November and December, right? So again, think about, again, your timeline for that and just make sure that you're, it aligns with your plan. Number four, uh, what are your strengths? Um, so besides the flexibility and hours, what specific skills are you bringing to the table and how can you continue to improve those skills over time? Um, you know, one of the things that I've learned is that you know, you might have the foundation to, uh, you know, make sales or offer services, um, but you want to, if you want that to last longer, if you want the income to get higher, you have to continue to build your craft and get better at what you're doing. Uh, so for example, if, if one of your side hustles is woodworking and making, you know, small wood projects, right? You, you don't want to just do one product and that's it you want to continue to get better understanding of the different types of wood uh, different types of paints that apply on wood stains etc right so that you can uh, increase your value based on the experience and um and so again um you know outside of the flexibility know what your strengths are but also know how to build and improve those strengths and lastly uh, number five um you know think about something you love to do. Now, you, you probably heard the saying, if you find a job that you love to do, you'll, you'll never work another day in your life, right? Um, this is a great saying, but many people make money on things that they don't necessarily love, um, but it is helping them meet their uh, financial goals, all right? And that's, again, it's important based on what your goal is. Um, now, it's great if something you love helps you make money, um, but it's not always needed. Um, in order for you to meet your financial goals, right? So again, if you can find the, the mixture of the two, 
great. If not, um, but you feel like there's still a market for what you're wanting to offer or product that you're wanting to sell, um, again, uh, I'd, I would say take that into strong consideration. So uh, in closing, you know, consider all aspects of your decisions and how that may impact, uh, in particular, your work-life balance. Uh, take time to assess and create a plan um, to help make it a reality, okay? Um, so that's it for today's podcast. If you enjoyed today's session, I'd appreciate you giving me a positive rating on whichever podcast platform you are listening on. Uh, it does help me get my message out to more users to help improve their financial literacy, And if you have more information or if you'd like more information about my services, please visit BehaviorWealthConsulting.com. And also, if you'd like to hear more about a specific topic on future episodes, uh, please email me at BehaviorWealthConsulting at gmail.com. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Behavioral Wealth Consulting Podcast. For more information on how we can help you design an effective financial strategy through behavioral changes, visit us at behavioralwealthconsulting.com.